great to see everybody here today. Well, you know, I'm a laugher. I've been a laugher for a long time. And I come from a long line of laughers. I love to laugh. I love to make other people laugh. And when I think of my childhood home and all of those memories, they, it's just filled with tons and tons of music and laughter. So I kind of grew up with that. And so I know that that was part of the inspiration that led me to do this talk. I did this talk, Laughter is the Best Medicine, for the first time in November of 2020. And that was in the dark uh, of the pandemic. It happened, you know, they kind of tricked me, I think, a little bit. Said, do you want to talk on uh, November 30th? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure, 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 I want to do that. And so I really spent a lot of time thinking, oh, I want to just deliver the best. What is something so profound and great that I could talk about? Pray, 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 pray. And the, the answer that came up is, you know what? People just need a good laugh. We just need, and this was in, uh, you know, and it turned out to be the first Sunday in Advent that they didn't really tell you. So I had this laughter thing, and I had to deliver it on the first Sunday of Advent, and uh, that was just fantastic, because in the dark days of 2020, we at Unity of Dallas, we laughed uh, defiantly at the pandemic. <laughs> pandemic. You know, <laughs> and so uh, I did that talk and then fast forward to the year 2022 and uh, the pandemic, I'm not going to lie, it changed me. It changed everybody. And so uh, in 2022, I found myself uh, uh, stepping down from stuff. I sang uh, you know, 20 years at the Dallas Symphony Chorus. I was then uh, the music director at Unity of Dallas. I stepped down from that. I stepped down from the symphony chorus. And I, I couldn't really, it's, you know, I've ever heard that term divine discontent. There was just something going on. And I, I quit all these things. I didn't really know what I was going to do. It's like quitting your job without having another one, you know. And so I, uh, when I stepped down, I thought, well, um, I did kind of have an idea that I wanted to go into professional speaking. That was something I felt like I had a lot to say. And uh, so, but that was the only direction I had. And so I was just like, well, I need to build some skill. And it just so happened through a, a bunch of synergistic events. And the first one is I'm looking through this Plano Profile magazine, and there's a, a, a place called the Comedy Arena that was offering classes in stand-up comedy. And I thought, I'm going to do that. I'm just going to do that. Why can't I do that? And so I, I registered for that class. And then I emailed my husband and my children there. I'm like, oh, mom's going to take a stand-up class. <laughs> and so I, I did that stand-up uh, routine. And that was great. It was six weeks of classes. And then I enjoyed it so much, I thought, well, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm still adding skills to my professional speaking here, and what other class could I take? 
And so um, in my talk, Laughter uh, is the Best Medicine in 2020, I mentioned uh, that laughter yoga was something. And I thought, well, you know, I need to take a laughter yoga class. That would be fun. That would follow up with the stand-up comedy thing pretty good. And uh, so I was looking, looking, and it led me to the Laughter Yoga International website. And as luck would have it, those synergistic things that weave their way into our lives and how guidance comes just so happened the very next day they were offering a class on how to be a certified laughter yoga instructor. And so I thought, I'm going to do that. I'm going to become a laughter yogi. And that's what I did. And we're going to talk about laughter yoga here in a minute. Uh, but when I saw that thing on Laughter Yoga International, it was like, you know, if you have a lock and when all of the tumblers align, they go and it became absolutely crystal clear without a doubt that that was the direction that I was supposed to go. So I, here I am, I'm, I'm dedicating the, the, you know, my entire professional speaking uh, career on laughter. And what better thing could we do? Laughter is something that is so intrinsic into our lives. Uh, and I would like to be the person that encourages uh, people to add more laughter to their everyday lives. And so laughter is something that really has an evolutionary purpose. We've been laughing for a long time, and laughter back in the day, back in the, you know, the 10 billion years ago, talking about things, our pre-human ancestors, uh, they developed laughter as a way to draw people in because laughter brings people in. We laugh when we want to be friends with somebody. We laugh when things aren't funny, you know. <laughs> we'll laugh just to make people feel comfortable. And this evolutionary strategy was a way, because let's face it, uh, community was survival back then. It is still kind of today where it was survival instincts. And so the bigger your community was, the better your chances were of survival. And laughter developed as a tool to be able to draw people in and also tell who was friend or foe. And that is still true today because uh, when we laugh, we have a way of knowing there's acoustical differences in the way that we laugh. In fact, there was a study done where they, they filmed uh, these pairs of people laughing and then had somebody else watch. And a vast majority of the time, they could tell just by listening to people laughing whether those people uh, knew each other, were friends, or if they were strangers. That's how subtle the, the acoustics are of the way we laugh when we're laughing together. And so laughter also is one of those things that signifies a play signal. You know, when somebody's laughing, you know, we're, we're, we kind of want to join in the fun. And uh, so that is something that we use uh, to connect with people and to have fun with people. So let's look at a master of laughter. That would be Sir John Cleese. 
And he says, you know, might remember him from Monty Python, a great classic. He, he was knighted. And he says, laughter connects you with people. It's impossible to maintain any kind of distance or sense of social hierarchy when you're just howling with laughter. And that's true. If, you know, when, we're, when we go into a room and there's lots of people laughing, we want to laugh with it. Which brings us to the fake laugh. The fake laugh. You know that laugh that we do when a joke, thank you. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> but the fake laugh is strewn throughout our, all of the uh, communications uh, that we have with people. And we do it to artificially increase our social bonds. Uh, we do it to make people feel comfortable. And uh, that fake laughing is the basis of laughter yoga. Laughter yoga says you don't need humor, jokes, or comedy to make you laugh. Uh, we can laugh, and it's all based on the, the fake laugh of, of things that we do uh, when it, things aren't that funny. So it serves the same bonding function, this fake laugh, as real laughter. So the characteristics of laughter, there's lots of things that we can, and we're going to start out with the intensity. We laugh at a lot of different volumes. Right, and this is where the interactive part of the service starts, okay? Because we're gonna laugh together, and it, you can consider it all fake laughing, but it generally leads to uh, <laughs> sincere laughing. Okay, so the first laugh that we're gonna try talking about here today is a chuckle. Now, the way this works is kind of like a call and response. Okay, I'm gonna do something, and then we're gonna do it together, okay? So the first lap we're gonna talk about today is a chuckle, and a chuckle, you know, it's kind of with the mouth closed. <laughs> oh, you're good chucklers. Let's do that again. All right, everybody, let's chuckle together. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I can chuckle about that, huh? <laughs> okay, so there's the chuckle. Now, the next thing we want to talk about, it's a little bit, uh, uh, it's a little bit louder. Uh, it's called the giggle. You know, it's a little bit higher. It's when we're kind of nervous or feeling kind of silly. <laughs> it's kind of up here in our voices. Okay, you do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you guys are going to be fantastic laughers. Okay, now we're getting louder here. Okay, though so this is something that we women we really like. This it is called the cackle. You know, the cackle is the thing that goes. <laughs> Right? Okay, now your turn. Let's cackle together. <laughs> okay, we're getting louder. We're getting louder. Now, the one that's really good for us is called the belly laugh. You know what? That one is kind of like the Santa thing. <laughs> All right, now you do it. <laughs> Oh, 
All right, now this is the very last one. Watch out here, I'm gonna get loud. We're all gonna get loud here. And this is called the howl. You know what it is when you are just howling with laughter and that one goes, ooh, ooh, <laughs> 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 All right, your turn. Here, one, two, three. You guys, you, y'all are just <laughs> fantastic. Oh, man, we've got to get this going here. Okay, so let's hear from more, some more quotes of people in our world that have quotes about laughter. Uh, we'll go to that. There we go. Now, Jay Leno, a comedy master, you can't be mad at somebody that makes you laugh. It's as simple as that. That's true. If we forgive somebody, we usually do it with a laugh. Oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> okay, Shirley MacLaine. A person that knows how to laugh at herself will never cease to be amused. <laughs> There's an endless supply of material. No matter what age you are, there's just always an endless supply of funny things about ourselves. <laughs> Maria Angelou, I don't trust anybody who doesn't laugh. Mm, think about that, people that don't laugh. Ooh, <laughs> stay away. Okay, Marilyn, if you can make a woman laugh, you can make her do anything. Oh, <laughs> my. So laughter kind of sets the stage for romance. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I had it on backwards. <laughs> That's how I had it on backwards laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You guys are. <laughs> it was sticking out the back of my head, wasn't it? <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, and then our great comedian Kevin Hart, laughter heals all wounds. No matter what you're going through, it makes you forget about your problems. It really does because it changes our perspective on things. It really does. When we can choose to laugh at something, it's like I am the thinker, the thoughts I choose. If I choose to laugh at something that isn't funny, that <laughs> it changes our perspective. It's six degrees of separation. Now, laughter therapy has been around for a long time. Physicians and people using laughter as a, a method of healing. And uh, the first documented uh, thing of laughter was a surgeon, a 13th century surgeon. They didn't have any kind of anesthetics or uh, things to dull pain. And uh, Henry de Mondeville, he used laughter, prescribed laughter for his patients coming out of surgery because laughing has a way of easing pain. Isn't that interesting? Okay, and then we go to the 16th century, Martin Luther, who was the great Protestant reformer, you know, the beginning of Lutheranism. He counseled people, and it's documented where he said, uh, for somebody that was suffering depression, isolating yourself is the worst thing you can do. Go out and be with your friends. Find, find friends that are laughing. 
and that will help your depression. 1930 of, to you know the last century is the first time that we uh, started uh, sending clowns into hospitals. There was a huge amount of children's hospitals, kids with polio, and you might remember that uh, movie uh, Robin Williams with Patch Adams. That's what that whole story was about, that using laughter to ease the burdens of these kids that were sick with polio. 1979, Norman Cousins, many of you might remember that name. He was a worldwide uh, peace activist, and uh, he was a biochemist that was very interested initially to uh, uh, study how emotions played a part in our physical health. Uh, and as, uh, you know, synergistically things would have it, he himself became very sick. And he used laughter uh, 10 minutes. Remember that belly laugh, the ho, 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 that we did? He used uh, comedies on TV and uh, movies, things that made him laugh. And if he started feeling pain, he did 10 minutes of belly laughing. And that gave him two hours of pain-free living. Yeah, that's amazing. And he eventually did cure. He, he had, he was also taking like uh, huge doses of vitamin C. Uh, um, so he was doing other things and it took him a while, but he eventually cured himself. And then, of course, my uh, latest hero uh, in 1995, Dr. Madan Kataria, uh, founded the laughter yoga movement. He was a doctor in India and uh, had, was, uh, had a lot of stress in his life. He was writing two different publications, one in Indian and one in English, and he was trying to find a way to uh, uh, relieve stress. And so him and his friends got together for two weeks, every single night for two weeks, and they told every joke that they knew they did, and you, you, you run out of jokes. <laughs> Funny ones, that's for sure. Uh, but anyway, so he decided that he would take it on his own. So he went out, walked out to uh, Mumbai Park in India, and just started saying, hey, you want to you wanna get together and laugh? And there were people that said, oh, sure, let's just get to <laughs> And by the end of the week, there were 100 people that he would go out every morning. And he had assembled 100 people, and that was the beginning of the first laughter club. And now uh, laughter yoga is in over 120 countries with thousands and thousands of laughter clubs of places that you can go and just laugh for a half hour. That's laughter yoga. So, all right, we've done enough listening here. We need, to do, we need to do some more laughing. And one of the things that laughing does is it expresses emotions. It helps us release all of those emotions that we have inside. And so one of the first one, I'm just going to start off with the best one. Sometimes we have ecstatic laughter. Let's imagine this. Okay, we're sitting here in church, and we have a vision of the rapture. Okay, this is the rapture laugh. <gasps> laugh like you've seen the rapture, friends. Come on. Yaha. All right, rapture. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, and so sometimes that I'm especially uh, guilty of this. Uh, um, uh, silly, I can get kind of silly, uh, you know, like that time I, I put the cereal box in the refrigerator and my husband saw it. He came back, uh, Carla, did you know that the cereal box is in the refrigerator? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I guess that was me. <laughs> Nobody else in the house. <laughs> and then there's the there there. Oh, so then there's the uh, laughter of relief. Now I know all of you know about this. You get a jury summons, and you go up to that courthouse, and you sit there, and you're just waiting to see whether they're gonna solve that case, and or whether you're gonna have to go and serve on the jury right? And that's when they come out and they say, uh, they don't call your name. And this is the laughter of relief. I know you know it. <gasps> Thank you. Okay. Relief laughter, friends. <gasps> I'm so glad I don't have to serve on that jury. <laughs> okay. And then we have the nervous laughter. It's kind of like a silly laughter. It's like if you were going to go up and get ready to, you know, meet Brad Pitt. <laughs> That's nervous laughter. I do that. Okay, your turn. <laughs> oh, I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> I'm meeting somebody that I really admire and adore. <laughs> okay. Now, then there's the laughter of uh, disbelief when we just can't believe our eyes, okay? And this is what I'm gonna do for, the, for uh, the disbelief. It's like, you know, when you step on the bathroom scale. <gasps> I can't even believe that. <laughs> Okay, and then our last one is we just laugh when we're so very happy and it's the laughter of joy. This is when we won the lottery, friends. Oh, I'm so happy. Woo, I won the lottery. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, you know, laughter's like music. Laughter is like singing. It really, oh, huh? <laughs> so we're laughing and singing at the same time, right? All right, so we talked about old Norman Cousins and uh, that uh, he was interested in looking at uh, the way emotions affect human health. And there is an actual branch of uh, medicine that studies laughter, humor, all of these things on the human body, and it's called gelatology. And gelatology, uh, there was a Greek god of uh, humor, of divine, the divine personification of laughter, and that was Jalos, Jalos, and his best friend was Sir, you know, Dionysus. You remember Dionysus? He was the god of wine. Yeah, and he was the god of the theater. And so you can kind of see how they might be best friends, that uh, laughter and wine. They do seem to go together, don't they? Uh, but then the modern uh, 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 thing of gelatology, there was a guy, William Fry, and he started it. He started taking his own blood samples 
whilst he was laughing. And it changed the nature uh, and configuration. There was a difference in the blood that he took in just a, a static state and the blood that he took. And so that uh, generated, there's thousands and thousands of studies that show how laughter is not only good for our physical being, and because we're, when we laugh, we are just breathing. We're breathing in air. We're oxygenating our brains. It's great for the heart. If you have any kind of heart issues, laughing is one of the best things that you can do because it, it for one thing, when we laugh, all of the uh, carbon dioxide that's in our lungs that's been used, it's gone all around and done its, done its work. We have to get all of that out. And when we, all the carbon dioxide comes out, then we take a fantastic, <gasps> and that is where the magic happens of laughter and why it's so good for you. So uh, from a physical standpoint, it relieves stress. Laughter relieves stress. One of the greatest issues in our society today is all the stress that we live under. It is good. For, it boosts immunity. This was especially important message back in 2020, you know, at the heart of the pandemic. What are the things that we can do to boost our immunity? It's good for the heart. It releases endorphins. One of those things after you exercise, the, that feel-good chemical. Uh, laughter releases endorphins. From a physical standpoint, laughter still brings people in. It connects us in ways that, that we can't even articulate. And as Marilyn Monroe said, it can set the stage for, for romance, people. When you get into a situation and you're laughing with somebody, that connects us in a way that, uh, you know, kind of smooths the way for further interaction of our choice. It, it, it enhances teamwork. When we're working, everybody wants to be on a, a team that, that does a lot of laughing. It makes short work of it. There's mental health. It, it is conducive for creative thinking. There's an immediate uplift. Our, our, our souls, our spirits are just kind of taken to a higher level when we're laughing. And when we're laughing, it helps us feel younger. Laughing actually allows that inner beautiful inner child. You know the one that we all have, the one that loves to laugh and play and clap and sing. It releases that, so it makes us feel a little bit younger. And from a spiritual standpoint, uh, laughter helps us release our judgments. It is a non-judgment thing because we are busy uh, all day long. This is good, this is good, that's bad, this is good, this is good. And laughing teaches us to laugh at it all without any judgment. And it fosters forgiveness. Uh, like they say, you can't be mad at somebody if you're laughing. So let's check with the Bible. See what the Bible has to say. There's a lot in the Bible about joy, much, much, many things about joy. It's not that much about laughing. But Proverbs 15, 15, he that is of a merry heart has a continual feast. There's always something to draw from. Romans 14, 7, for the kingdom of God is not food and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy 
in the spirit. Ecclesiastes 8.15, I recommend mirth because a man has no better thing under the sun than to eat, drink, and be merry. Yeah! <laughs> right? Okay, so now we're to the point of finding out. This is a little bit of introspection now on your part. We're going to ask ourselves today, what kind of laugher am I? Okay, because everybody has their own laughing style. And so some of us may be a, a ventriloquist. You know the one, the one that goes, <laughs> okay, you do it. <laughs> it's kind of like a chuckle with the mouth open, right? <laughs> okay, or you may be a silent laughter. A silent laugher is something that we can do at home. You know how to do that. It's just so... Right? <laughs> okay. Or, you know, some of us have a tendency. There's an evil laugher in, in, in every one of us, right? You know the one. <laughs> I know you got it in you. Let's hear it. <laughs> one more. <laughs> Okay, and then you got the snorter. I'm kind of a snorter if I get too far into it. <laughs> One of those come out every once in a while, right? Okay, and then you got the Weezer. Some of us are that. Oh, is anybody know Snidely Whiplash? You remember the... <laughs> okay, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> you are a great laugher. Okay, and then we got the hand laugher. You know, the one that, you know, I didn't see all of you do it, but we're going to all do this laughed one uh, because it's the Santa laugher. We covered this, and this is the belly laugh. It really is the one that oxygenates our system the best. Oh, here we go with our Santa laugh. <gasps> oh, you guys, y'all are so fantastic. Okay, so. Uh, believe it or not, we've just done a laughter yoga session. It's all about fake laughing, and it's all about oxygenating. It's lifting our mental capacities to a different level. And so uh, the laughter yoga uh, group, they are wonderful. They envision world peace through laughing. We just finished a World Laughter Day on May 7th, and that, imagine... I can hear it. The entire world laughing at one time. Wouldn't that be a joyous, wonderful sound to hear everybody laughing at one time? Well, in 2020, I started the laughter is the best medicine to just provide a little relief. We did laugh at the pandemic. It was so deep at that time, and we just wanted to have a sense of lightness, 
um, escape, you know, maybe 2020. Uh, but now, here we are in 2023. And uh, my, my idea about laughing has evolved because uh, it's not just something that happens when something's fun. It's something that we can generate on our own intentionally. All of us in the new thought systems understand that we are the thinker. We are creators born in the image and likeness. And we create things, and we can create our life, a different level of life, by looking at laughter, by generating laughter, by noticing laughter when we're around it, and perpetuating laughter. And we can incorporate more laughter into our everyday lives while doing the things that are being done by us. Thank you so much. I uh, really appreciate your time here today. Please keep on laughing. Bye. Thank you. And now we're going to join me in a little meditation. I'd like for you to take deep breath and blow it out, take it in, and blow it out. Remember, we are all spirit. Spirit is joy. Spirit is happiness. Spirit is laughter. In troubled times, we forget to laugh sometimes. After hearing Carla, let's remember to laugh, to laugh at life, to laugh at what happens, even when it's a serious thing, a smile, a laugh, a big, big breath, and a smile and a hug. Those are the things that can get us through the difficult times. Remember to laugh, to love, to be joyful. And so it is. Amen. Amen.